We wish you a reggae Christmas. We wish you a reggae Christmas. We wish you a reggae Christmas. It feels like a carnival. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like a weird <laughs> carnival. <laughs> Crazy. Welcome everybody to Time Out with Patty C. We are in episode 36. This is the graduation episode. And for some reason, we have Yellow Man. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas as our theme song. Because there's some reggae questions later on. And I always like this. I saw Yellow Man. And he's just, you know, he's an albino Jamaican. That's why he's horrible. So I'll turn that down right now. So here we are. We are Time Out with Patty C, episode 36. And. Um, we have, uh, we are in the lair or the the uh, command central of uh, of timeout with Patty C. And in the house tonight, we have face say, face say hello. Hello, boys. And we have Big Mike. Hello, everyone. And I'm, of course, I'm Patty C. We have a small crowd tonight. Uh, it seems like I don't know, but people were busy. They were. Doing very important things, and I'm not looking down on them at all, and we are not, right, gentlemen? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit we're looking down. <laughs> Maybe more than a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we all have different things to do in our lives, and we will welcome them back next time. But this episode is on graduation. and We have um, some family members, our sons, uh, Face and I, our sons just graduated, uh, we have some future graduations coming on and, and big mics and, and around the, the whole podcast crew. But the first question is, what is the most important graduation of your life? Face, we're going to start with you. Well, I am going to go maybe in a little different direction. Not, not my graduation, but yeah, Max graduates next week. And then so I would say his and Sam's a few years later. Perfect. Yeah, those are those are important. Big Mike. Uh, the most important graduation in my life, <clears throat> I think, was when I, um, like, when I was twenty-seven, I quit my job uh, as a social worker. Oh, I had this right. difficult job where it was like all conflict, a lot of turmoil, uh, a lot of people in crisis, and I decided I didn't want to do it anymore. So I quit my job and I went back to school like full time. So I had like zero income, living below the poverty line, <laughs> and I kind of put it all in on becoming a teacher. And so 2009, I graduated with my teaching certificate and, uh, and that was it. That was that graduating. That was like the end of a huge milestone. Perfect. So, so he, he got into a profession with nobody in crisis. <laughs> well, little would I know a decade later, everyone would be in crisis. Sure. Good. <laughs> and along, <Smart> choice. <laughs> and along the crisis mode for me, I believe I went to Catholic school one through eight and then we went right into high school. So you're talking about like a little sheltered guy, kid, yeah. with a couple friends, and then right into, and the high school was small, 250 graduating in, in the senior class. Uh, but it was, it was almost like, oh look, you just can't have like one jelly bean, you can have like jelly beans and this and that, <laughs> with the social aspect of, of high school and stuff. So for me, that was like good Catholic boy graduating too. Not hell, but like mayhem. Yeah, <laughs> chaos. I thought you were going to talk about your eighth grade Catholic graduation. I was going to say this, this is a family show. <laughs> yeah, 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 a total family show. So there's, there's, there you have it. So that's that question. Now, number question two: best graduation story 
if you have one. I know we just talked about graduation, but if there's a like a graduation story, like if you went to a graduation party and it was the best or the worst, or um, I'll start off. And so when Cole graduated um, Rodale Kindergarten, um, I even forget his kindergarten teacher's name, but she was an older woman and she actually retired after that year. And it was an intense, like, event. Even though there were only like 14 kids, like there were songs and there were this. And every kid got, I think, a, a made um, cap with the tassel and a diploma. And, I have, and, and when Cole graduated Penn State last weekend, I put those two pictures together. Oh, and, I love it. And he's holding it like, and when you look at the, on his face, he's like, inside his head, it was like, this must be important. I got a cap and this <laughs> roll of something. And there's lots of cake and candy <laughs> and cake. snacks over there. This is big. <laughs> face, what do you got? Nice. Uh, what question? Oh, best graduation story. Story, if you have one, yeah. Or will the story come next weekend after Max's graduation? Well, yeah, that'll be a different one. But I don't know if I have one story, but I think my story and question number three, best graduation gift, kind of go hand in hand. Sure. So I'll tell you about the gift first, which leads to the best story. Yeah. So the best gift I got, I mean, other than I have, I have an answer for that. That's an actual material thing. But the best gift I got was that my parents, for some unknown ridiculous reason decided to go out of town for about 10 days like two weeks after i graduated high school so that was that was the best graduation gift i've ever gotten and that was about nine days of awesome graduation stories and i was lifeguarding at the suddenly high pool i was working 11 30 to 7 30 so it was prime time for, for you could sleep in sitting in the sun all day talking to girls then Having parties every night. That's nice. Yeah, I like it. So that was that was the the best non gift graduation gift ever. Hold on a second. You're Jewish. How many days in Hanukkah? That's eight days. That's that's a different thing. (laughs) Big Mike, what do you got? My best graduation story. You guys were thoughtful in including your children. It didn't even occur to me (laughs) to include my children into this. Um, They had sort of uneventful. Actually, that's not true. Uh, Maddie had, I mean, when she got to the end of her senior year was like the deep quarantine. You were saying. And we were just, man, we were limping to the end of the year. Just She had just been zoomed out, you know, and she was ready to, for the next Did step. Did she say no signs, no this? She, no, yeah. She was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to party. I don't, this was like, you know, I mean, at, at the risk of sounding dramatic, she was like, this was a horrible year. This was like the worst school experience uh-huh. I've had. You know, I don't want to memorialize it in any way. I just want to like get past it. Um, but I remember, I remember sitting in Stabler Arena in, in 1990 something, uh, yeah. and, and graduating and having, um, having like, just like the promise of like the future, you know, um, yeah. and, and having it like oh. right there and kind of not knowing what was going to happen. And then also knowing that we were going to go to senior week, like the next day, right. my senior week was, um, it was like less traditional than everyone else. I didn't go to any sort of like well-beaten paths. We took the the road less taken. We went to Hoboth Beach, sure. um, and we just kind of got this little bungalow off the side of the. <laughs> there were no other high school graduation senior weeks going on uh, there, um, and we just had this fantastic time. It was it was a lot of fun. Awesome. So, yeah. When I think nice. of graduation, I think of that every year. Oh, that's cool. great. Now think of all the graduations that happened. Now, so 
We'll, we'll go through school. So it's kindergarten, elementary school, middle school, high school, college. You know, you can go to grad school, get a PhD. Overall, which one do you think is most important? And I think high school, you have the world at your fingertips. Whether you're going into a trade or college or you're just going to just travel the world, I think that's the most because you're 18 and you're like, I can do anything. It, we all know you don't have the skill sets to do anything, but I think, to me, I think that's the most important one because that's the one where you're like, you really, you're not scared. I, I hope people aren't yeah. scared, but you're like, I just got through high school. Right. Yeah. I'm awesome. I, well, I will, I will take yours, I'll take it from there then because in my own head, I thought, just like what you said, I thought, hey, I'm 18, I can do whatever I want. The world's at my fingertips. Sure. I was told by my father that was not the case, <laughs> that I was, didn't know anything. There was a conflicting yeah, message. So, so my answer would be college. I thought high school would be, yeah, it was your chance to be free, but I was conditioned at, at an early age that that was not going to be the case. Yeah. So yeah. For, and for me personally, I think college, as I think you guys know, yeah. I did not go the traditional amount of time either. <laughs> and I think both my fine institution and myself, we both came to a mutual agreement that we were both done with each other. So then I, then I graduated. Nice. Um, but yeah, but no, for me personally, it was, I mean, I knew, you know, you know, for, I think for most of us, college was, was just a given. Yes. So, I mean, kind of, I think I approached most of my high school career as, you know, this is, you know, this isn't like a new starting point. It's just a, you know, a, a midway point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to jump on that too. I think for high school and maybe it's because I'm a teacher and my kids just sort of went through the high school experience, but it felt like this set of hoops you had to jump through. Yeah. And then when you got through the end of those hoops, it didn't really form you in any way. I mean, it did. It's their formative years, but I almost feel like in many ways, like sometimes people are stifled by the high school experience. You know, you look back on some of the absurdity that goes on there and you're just like, what, you know, um, and you can really sort of spread your legs in the, you know, like out in the world of college and kind of figure out who you are. Because there's a big difference between an 18-year-old and like a 22-year-old. Yeah. There's a ton of growing that goes sure. on there. Um, and so developmentally, you're like you're kind of figuring out who you are, what you like. And so when you graduate college, you think you like, or when you graduate high school, you think you might want to be a, you know, marine biologist or like, sure. a, you know, an architect. But then when, you're, when you've graduated from college... You're like, all right, well, I've committed to this, and this is the path I'm taking. Uh, right. Yeah, um, yeah. And you're, and so, and you're also allowed. You're allowed to choose in college what you like. It's not. Yes. You know. Yeah, that was the message I sent to my kids. Oftentimes, I was like, you know, in in high school, you're kind of like you can kind of be the captain of your own ship, but there's like, there are like five different paths you can take, right? You can. Right. Um, but in college, it's like. It's like the Wild West. Sure. You, know, you can have like yeah, a exactly. pottery class and like an advanced yeah. calculus class right. in the same, in the same week. Semester, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's great. It's fantastic. So I, I think college for me might be the most important graduation. So best graduation song. I don't have these queued up. I'm going to put these in later on. Um, and when I, I don't know, this came to my, I, I, I'm sure if I thought there would be a more thoughtful one. But back in my day, it was... Um, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes, and he, we're having a party, you know, we're having, and it would be at the beach, and that old song always came on. No, tons of other songs came on. That wasn't like my mantra, right. but I thought, like in high school, that was like, when you heard that song, 
and you were graduating, you were like, yeah, that song's about me. It's like, no, it's really not about you. It's about the time. But Face, what do you got? Uh, well, I, you know, maybe mine is maybe a more modern version. Of that. I heard, I actually heard it a couple months ago at the gym, and I sent it to Max thinking it was like the funniest thing I ever heard. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's old. But it's a, it's, a, it's a song called I Love College by some dude named Asher Roth. And uh, <laughs> hopefully when you put it in later, people, people will enjoy it. It's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty good, good tune. Some good lyrics. Yeah, it's there. a pretty good tune. Big Mike, do you have any? Um, I've got two. Great. Uh, there was this one that was bouncing around for a while. When you said graduation song, it, it came to my mind immediately. And I'm not sure why, but um, and maybe this is sentimental because I think it was happening around the time that I was graduating. But there was a guy named Boz Lerman who like gave these instructions for life and the instructions were like, wear sunscreen, you know, read the directions. Oh, I know that. Follow song. directions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And it's like over a beat. And Class I remember of 2022. Yeah. And, and yeah. it was going on in the nineties too. I mean, sure. I think they probably just re up it every year, but for, for some reason I was like, Oh, all right, well this, this feels like this song is providing me with some guidance that I might, <laughs> that might be useful later on, you know? Um, and I really enjoyed that. And then the second choice I have is every, uh, Bruce Springsteen song ever written because <laughs> it sort of captures the born to run. It, it captures like the feeling of like you're in this, you, you've been, you've been in this area, this small sure. town maybe or big town or wherever you're, you're from and you're just ready to bust out and there's all this opportunity on the other side. And uh, he, he sort of he, he encapsulates that feeling so well. Yeah. And so Bruce Springsteen's my guy. That's awesome. All right. Next, next question. Can you graduate from something besides school? And that's a, I know that's a broad question. And that's, I was hoping you thought about it and said, hey, what can you graduate besides school? Face? I did spend a lot of time thinking about it. Oh, I, I, like spent, it. I spent some time also. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. excellent. And as the only Jewish <laughs> member of the podcast. <laughs> I can successfully say I graduated from a boy to a man at the age of 13. Nice. And I will, you know, I'm, I would have to say my fellow podcasters are at various stages of that. But <laughs> in, in my background, that, uh, that's, that's, a, what, that's when we became official. That's a good graduation. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Big Mike? I, um, this is more, I guess, philosophical. Tell me if you agree. <clears throat> it happened right around when I turned 40. Um, I graduated into the world of like giving less of a shit about <laughs> like what other people thought, you know, sure. like uh, the joke about me when I was younger is that uh, I would just say, sorry, like instinctively. Okay. You know, yeah. if I, if, if I was, if you were looking at me funny for whatever reason, I would, I would immediately apologize and assume it was my fault, you know? <laughs> and then there was a shift somewhere like around the time I became 40 and I was like, you know what? That's on you. You know, like that is not my problem. And I don't walk around looking for confrontation. Don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Sure. But I just care less about, I don't know, like other people's opinions about me. And I feel like that's sort of a graduating, it's like sure. almost like developmentally, like you're graduating from one stage to the next. And yeah. I don't know what 60 is going to look like, yeah. but I can't wait. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, just to, just to, to you know, add on to that a little bit. Yeah, there is an age, and I don't know exactly what the age is, but there is an age. I think it's older than 60s. But there are guys at the gym, 
and they have gone to a whole new level of not giving a shit. Just naked in the gym, they don't, the locker yeah, those, room. Those, they don't Zero. care about anything. I mean, I, that's like I look forward to that. Yeah, like I'm. I think I I experienced kind of what you did, like in the '40s and going through some personal stuff, like mid '40s. But that next level is you just everything's gone. And there's a balance, right? So those old guys, like I'm not going to be the the old guy who just like farts like <laughs> in public, you know, and it's just like. That's your problem, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. like, like there's a there's a there's a modicum of yeah. No, but I mean, but most of these guys, yeah, they're not they're not like that. They're not rude and abrasive. Yeah, yeah. They just they're I, just like this is me. It you is know what, what it is. It is yeah. What, it is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, accept you know, and move on. Yeah, you know, we can have this conversation fully clothed, or we can have this conversation with my balls hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's the same conversation. And I, and I had imagined <laughs> that. I guess in my younger adulthood, I'd imagined that like. I don't know if it's narcissistic, but like that I was somehow like a discussion later on, you yeah. know, where, yeah. where like some sort of imperfection or mistake that I had made would somehow be like discussed at length in other <laughs> circles. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and so <laughs> now I'm just like, that's not happening. I'm not that important. I'm going to be naked yeah. in the locker room. You <laughs> know, awesome. my mistakes get talked about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they are. And I'm just ignorance is bliss. But that's where I'm at. Right. Let next question. Last question, really about graduation. Uh, can anything besides humans graduate from something? Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> okay. Right I got, away. I got a puppy, and <laughs> once this dog stops peeing in the goddamn house, <laughs> we will have a graduation with caps and little rolls and cake and candy. Because good God, this thing, man. Done. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, I didn't really have anything, but I was going to say puppy. You know, <laughs> yeah, they have obedient schools and that sure. kind of stuff. But I, you know, I think there's. Probably like we were saying, there's probably like different level stages of life in the animal kingdom too. Sure. So. All right. Now we're would name a reggae artist you think is best, and um, there's a lot out there, guys. And and I know this was a tough one, uh, but um, um, Big Mike, let's let's go with you to start. What do you got? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go generic. You know, I'm not a reggae enthusiast. And so the best reggae artist for me, I mean, I, we might all agree, but I don't sure. know. I, I'd be hard pressed to find someone who didn't think that yeah. Bob Marley wasn't synonymous with amazing reggae. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, great yeah. story, great everything. Definitely in agreement. Too bad uh, Art uh, uh, Yolo's not here because he, he's the guy that really turned me on to reggae years ago. Yeah. And, um, and but uh, we'll, we'll hear from him real soon. Uh, and, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I have some other ones that I like, but if you say best, I mean, I think that's kind of, I mean, I remember when I, you guys remember Columbia house? Yeah. Like you get the CDs for a penny. Right. And then you get that first one that kind of gets you hooked. Yes. And then you buy the Like, I don't know. It's like 12 CDs or 10 CDs for a penny yeah. and you pay the shipping. And you've got, you've got that sort of list of all the CDs that you can yeah. choose from. Yeah. The first one I went to was. Bob Marley's greatest hits. Yes. And I remember it, it arrived in my mailbox and it was like a staple. I needed to have it despite not being like a huge reggae guy. It was just important to have that in my collection. You know, yep. Yep. fantastic. There's always some knowledge in the podcast, right? We're spreading the wealth. Oh, I'm going to get to the next question here. Oh no, it's, it's up to me. My, my favorite. Yeah. Um, what's yours? So, so it's, it, listen, there are great ones out there. And when I started listening to burning spear and then, they did a cover of Estimated Prophet, and I'm a deadhead. And just listen to the beginning of this song. You're shot. 
So that horn, the horn section in this song is killer. And you might have missed it. He says it so quick at the beginning of the song. It's like, you should listen to me. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm like, I will. I will listen to <laughs> you. It's a command. It's not, it's not optional. <laughs> the thing about reggae, what makes it so great is that, for me, is that it, everyone kind of finds different meaning in music and, and, and a different like sort of motivation or, or um, inspiration. Yeah. But for me, reggae, like there's no other message. It's not like, well, I'm going to get some work done and I'm going to throw on some reggae or I'm going to work out and it gets like reggae. No. Reggae for me is like, it is time to relax. <laughs> chill. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it is time to chill. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. You are done with your work for the day. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's universal. Yeah. There, yeah. Are, there are no hit workouts with, with reggae. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But that's what's beautiful about yeah. it, right? It lacks, no, exactly. it lacks like an intensity. Yeah, exactly. And you only need to get like three beats in before like all, you just like, yeah, everything sure. just melt like away, melts yeah. away a little bit. So the next question, I'll play this song. It's an, it's, it's, it's I and I. It's a reggae dub mix of Bob uh, Dylan singing I and I. And so the question is, do you ever think any of the reggae artists ever gradu- graduated from something? <laughs> and I bring the Bob, Mar- uh, the Bob Dylan song up because I was a Dylan fan of him. And when I listened to his, this one album, I forget what, what uh, CD it's off of. But there's like three dub songs on here, and I'm just, and it's exactly what you just said. I was like, I have to put down the shovel. I cannot cut the grass anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't even cut grass. <laughs> I, I, must, like, I must sit down. Like in the woodworking hammock. might even take a back seat, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, so do you think, do you think any of the um, reggae artists ever graduated from something? I'll, I'll answer that. Sure. I th- they graduated from being basic musicians to advanced musicians. It is it's one of those sneaky things to pull off a reggae song. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it seem so seamless, but it's got like a very special rhythm to it, and yeah. you've got to be like in it to be able to pull it off for an entire song. Because once it's off, it's off, and it just goes off the rails so, <laughs> so quickly, quickly, right? And then it just sounds like you're like this garage high school band, you know. <laughs> um, and so they graduated from being, you know, JV to varsity. To varsity. Lee? Um, well, I mean, getting back to Bob Marley, I mean, I didn't do extensive research, but I'm assuming, I think it's, I don't think it's a reach to say he probably didn't graduate high school. <laughs> no. Maybe not even middle school. Growing up in Kingston. <laughs> but yeah. I did do a little bit of research, and I would say he, what he did graduate from was the rat race. And, you know, he's yeah. had, you know, tons of awesome quotes. But what I pulled, you know, to, to kind of relate to that was he said money is numbers and numbers never end if it takes money to be happy your search for happiness will never end yes and i was like yeah that dude was he was at, when he said that he was in like a different different place that oh, a, yeah. a lot of people go to their graves not not being not yeah. having no idea what True. that means yeah and it's funny you say that because one of bob's my favorite song is concrete jungle and the line in that is Fear is my only carriage, but I know I must push on through. Oh, which is, I, yeah. I would always think it was like, a, no, it's like a carriage. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, damn, damn straight, you got to push on through. Yeah, because it's a, uh, it's a little crazy. So, so now we go to the best reggae song made from a cover of another song, and and, and so 
I heard it I, this time. I, you heard, I heard it. it yeah. You should believe me. And now this song is. Now I knew this song was before this was. And this, I'll, I'll go right to Burning Spear again. This is a nine and a half minute song. Really? And <laughs> I almost quit my job, got in the book, <laughs> like the book and started following Burning Spear. <laughs> Because the lyrics and they just slowly but surely and I and think it's a dead song and I'm like oh my god this hey, is the best I, song. I just thought of episode 37. We need to have an exclusive from Patty C on how many times he almost quit his job to do something like, <laughs> something else. We could do an episode on our jobs. Yeah. Exactly. Job satisfaction. Exactly. <laughs> what would take us away? And face, what do you got? I think I sent you mine. Yep. Uh, the song is Ain't No Sunshine. Yeah. I listened to it on the way here. Yeah. That's a good, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. So that was Bill Withers. Yeah, Bill Withers. Yeah. yeah. He's an underrated artist, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you think about him and you're like, oh, Ain't No Sunshine, but he's got so yeah. many good yeah. songs. Yeah. And he just, what, he passed away last year or the year before? It wasn't long It was ago, recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a really good version of it. And I know Big Mike. Who doesn't know Big Mike's an accomplished guitarist, and and we're trying. I'm trying to get together with them to play. And I have like every every song. I'm like, hey, I want to play. I was like, oh, and I'm gonna surprise them and say, like oh, the- and I want to play it in a reggae version. I, <laughs> I sat down. You sent me Walking on the Moon the other day, and I was like, oh, I can learn that. And then I was like. Oh, it's reggae. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard because it's like a t- it's yeah, like it's, it's tougher than it's at. if you listen to any musicians' wives, they're just like he played that song for seven years straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Big Mike, you you did choose shot the sheriff with the bomb. You know what though? I'm gonna say, God, it's such a good time to be alive, right? Like, mm-hmm. I I wasn't exposed to a lot of reggae because you know I. In the CD store, yeah, you know, ultimately I was like, all right, I'm going to go with rock or I'm going to go with this or a bootleg of whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and reggae was never something that I sought out. But like now you're able through the push of a button, like yeah. ex- like just show me like 50 awesome cover songs. So I chose I Shot the Sheriff because in that same Columbia um, order yeah i also ordered eric clapton's timepieces yeah. which yeah. covered uh, i oh, shot right. the sheriff yeah. and so that was one of the other 10 cds that i received in the in the mailbox but and i believe i believe that was covered just a few years after it came out right it wasn't like a long time yeah it wasn't like bringing it back it was yeah. like yeah right on top right of it, on top of yeah. It. yeah 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 they just do it just to be able to do it you know keith richards like lives in jamaica or, or like you know, has spends a substantial amount of time in Jamaica. He just he's just there, and they just go and jam. Wow. So I bet it, I bet if at any point the Stones were like, oh, we're gonna turn this into a reggae song, <laughs> sure. he'd be like on it. On it. That on list it. you sent, Pat, was I mean, there was like really some just really different stuff on there. It was a uh, if it, what was that? Oh, take on me by Aha. Uh-huh. There's, oh, yeah. really? there's a reggae I haven't version got that of that one yet. Really? Yeah. What was that? What was that? What was that? Uh, Sinead O'Connor song? Or her, her like, All I Want Is You? Or no? No. Um, what's it called? I know nothing compares to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that. There's it's a, a Prince there's, song. Yeah, so, which, so yeah, but there's I, a reggae version of that. I'll go through the list. It's, really? Is it good? <laughs> Johnny Be Good and Peter Tosh does that one. That's a killer version. You're gonna go through the whole list. Set fire to the rain. Walking on the moon. Adele. So good. Girl from Impanina. The Papa was a Rolling Stone version. Really? of that song yeah. is killer. Take me home, country road. <laughs> Searching. I don't know who that's at. 
a reggae version of Pirate Looks at 40. Jesus. Ain't No Sunshine, The Unforgiven. <laughs> From Metallica? <laughs> Black album. <laughs> Leaving on a jet plane. The Wish You Were Here version is incredible. Here we go. Uh, next question. We're in the time machine. So oh, time machine, gotcha. we're in the time machine. Pick your favorite reggae song and someone you graduated with or wanted to graduate from something with and go anywhere, any place in time for one day graduation present. I think I've got an answer. This might be a derivative of what you're actually looking for, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, <laughs> I think we, I mean, I'm glad that we've met. Right now, I feel sure. like we've aligned, but yeah. we could have been killer college roommates. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> as I'm sitting here, <laughs> I'm looking around at you guys, and I'm thinking, we would have had a great time in college. Sure. And so I wish I would have graduated from, uh, from college with you guys, sure. having spent the previous four to seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you put with, that in. With you. <laughs> sure. And then we take a trip. I don't know. Let's say we graduate in, I'm going to say 19, I mean, this is a time machine, so we could do anything we want. So I'm sure. going to say we graduate in 1979, which is when I feel personally that the Grateful Dead were at, like, they're doing some of their best work. Nice, right? sure. 78 yeah. to 80. Perfect. <laughs> and we just, we spend that summer just following them around. And that's my, <sighs> that's my graduation Gift to all of us. <laughs> Lee, yeah. Lee's not as much a Grateful Dead guy, but he's like, ah, I, I, no, I'll go I'm, along. It's I'm a time down, machine. I'm down for everything that's involved yeah. in that. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, that's good. So we, so I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I did go see UB40 live, oh. and so, and they do have one of my favorite UB40 songs is called "A Rat in the Rat in a Kitchen in the Really. And it's awesome. And when I saw them play, I was like, my favorite song. And I was with Sue, and it was awesome. So I think I would take Sue, and we would just jump in, go back to that show. Jones Beach Theater, summer night. You're in the parking lot. You Everything's sit, you perfect. You sunburn from the whole summer, and you're drinking beers, and you're going in. We had, but the coolest part about that show was I'd like to recreate it. So the warm-up to that band was um, Simple Minds. Really? And Chrissy Hines was dating the lead singer of Simple Minds. And she came out because they were on tour. And then they sang the I Got You, Babe. Uh, really? Together. And I was like, this is like the best ever. <laughs> so That's it was awesome. awesome. So that, that was good. That was real good. Face, uh, I mean. Yeah, I don't really have much on this because I thought we were done with the questions. But, uh, <laughs> but just, I mean, just kind of thinking about what Mike Mike's take on, on if we could go back in a time machine. Sure. Like, yeah, what if we were in a dorm like our sophomore year and it was the three of us, Mikey D, Giggs, R, <laughs> TD, and, you know, we all figured out who could coexist the best. So we're sure. all like, you know, we're all like paired up in rooms. Sure. Who would our roommates be? Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other podcast. That is a whole other So that's what I was thinking. Like, we, yeah, we'd all find our, our groove and kind of who we could co coexist yeah. with. I mean, we all get along great, you know, yeah. in short, you know, in short bursts. And, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and we're all, we're all, for the most part, all in the same stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, you know how it is. When you, but when it comes to studying, that's exactly. Where, yeah, that's exactly. Right. You know, and you, you know, it's a, yeah, you remember to call, you know, yeah. Like, you know, for me and, and I know for Pat and I think for you too, like back in that, you know, I just, my parents just dropped me off 
And I met the guy I was going to live with for a year for the first time. Oh, there yeah. was no you fanfare. There, yeah. was no, there was no Facebook or Instagram <laughs> yeah, exactly. to try and find someone compatible. Exactly. It was like, good luck. This yeah, is your and, roommate. You know, yeah. and, and, and Ithaca, you know, they, they had this program for athletes. They, you know, they, they roomed freshmen with sophomores. So I tried to reach out to this guy. And he was like, dude, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you when you yeah, get he, here. He's, yeah. like, sure. he's like, you got the, you got the bottom bunk. That's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> or the he top was, bunk. Whatever he was your what, celly. Exactly. Like he was, his, the room was already half set up. He's like, you get whatever I tell you, you get. <laughs> Don't drop the soap. I love it. Funny. I love that's it. That's a good one. I like it. So there you have it, everybody. We are done with our episode 36 and unfortunately Matty Bolton I don't know is not coming in but what the, the, this Into the Mystic is a, a killer version Van Morrison this is a pretty hopeful song I think yeah. it's it's good one for graduation right yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, almost like the story from your grad class when they he played the song and, and then oh yeah <laughs> yeah Hey, it's not. Uh, hey, it's so hard to say goodbye or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can talk about that some other time. Yeah, it's quite but, a story. But you're all in luck because Time Out with Patty C is not graduating and going away. <laughs> this is the endless college graduate <laughs> college experience. Like, you just get a certificate every week, and then you come back the <laughs> next certificate week of completion <laughs> for the next one. You'll, you'll get, everyone has a wall of like, I listened to episode 36, <laughs> 37. But, uh, but there you have it. Thanks again um, for everyone uh, showing up and listening. And let's all say out. And uh, I'll do the Ryan Seacrest. Uh, so this is Patty C out. Uh, yeah, I think we did a good job with the skeleton crew. And this is yes. going out to uh, somebody special. I think we did a good job of carrying the load. Perfect. We sure did, TD. Miss <laughs> 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 you. <laughs> And when the foghorn blows, I wanna hear it. I don't have to feel.